Hey, this is Jay. You're listening to Radio Rookies Podcast. These podcasts are stories created by teens previously broadcast on WNYC Radio. Radio Rookies teaches you the tools you need to create your own radio story. Radio Rookies helped me learn that the power of the mic is a beautiful thing. Now let's listen to real stories by New York City teens. You're listening to Morning Edition on WNYC. Since April, there's been a series of bias attacks on Staten Island with the latest against a Mexican teenage boy. Most of these attacks have involved young people. And with city schools officially starting today, WNYC's Radio Rookies reporters, 16-year-old Sonia Martinez and 17-year-old Jimmy Musa, wonder whether the beginning of this school year will further impact the tension in their neighborhoods. I'm a 16-year-old Mexican-American, and I live in Port Richmond. These attacks made me feel unsafe in my own community. We wanted to find out how other kids in the neighborhood felt. I met 15-year-old Samara and 14-year-old Monica. What school do you guys go to? Port Richmond. Port Richmond. So there's a lot of fights, like, against Mexicans? Yes. Yes. A lot of fights, period. And do you think that's scary and messed up? Yes. Yes, because how are you supposed to feel comfortable? It's a high school, you know? I'm not surprised. Personally, I didn't go there because I thought my ethnicity would make me a target. Even the latest victim of the bias attacks transferred out of Porchman High School two years ago because he didn't feel safe. Things haven't always been this way because there haven't always been a lot of Mexicans here. Between 1990 and 2000, there were about 12 to 15,000 European whites that were replaced by the same number approximately of black and Hispanic residents on the North Shore. That's Joseph Savo, the director of NYC's Population Division. We were talking about why there's so many Mexicans in the North Shore, which includes my neighborhood, the harbor, and Port Richmond. Easily, another 10,000 Mexicans have gone in to the North Shore since 2000. So you're probably talking about 15% of the population, which, when concentrated, is huge. When people think about Staten Island, they picture a white suburban area. But it's not like that. There's actually a mix of people. I'm African-American, and in my neighborhood, on the same street, you can see big houses with yards, and further down, the projects. There have been a few times when I'm on the bus, and there'll be a group of African-American kids and a group of Mexican kids, and you could just feel like something might happen. It's really important to keep in mind that it's really not just an issue between the, the Mexican and the african American community, no matter how that might appear. That's Lori Weintraub. She wrote a book about the history of Port Richmond. Very often what happens in history is that there are two groups that are excluded or marginalized and that uh, those two groups attack each other rather than looking outward and demanding greater resources from the larger community. Yeah, it's true. We do need more resources, especially when it comes to our schools. The past few years... The Department of Education has been surveying students on how safe they feel. And at Port Richmond High, the results show students feel less and less safe each year. Most of the victims and assailants have been young people. We spoke to Marcus, a Port Richmond resident, and asked why he thinks this is. If you look at look at this area, it ain't no recreation for the teens around here. So when you got a whole bunch of teens, it's hot. What do you think is going to happen? It's going to be violence. There isn't much to do around here. It's either the mall or the movie theater. And most kids can't afford the bus fare or a movie ticket. There used to be Cromwell, a recreation center near the ferry. But that closed before the summer even started. 
I spoke to the NYPD Assistant Chief Stephen Paragallo. He doesn't believe the lack of community centers are causing the problems. I think the closures of these community centers or budget cuts or something like that don't drive people to pick up a baseball bat and hit somebody over the head and, and, and rob them. When teenagers get bored, they find other ways to keep themselves occupied, which sometimes leads into trouble. I checked out the stats for the North Shore precincts online, and from last year to this year, felony assaults has gone up 38%. And that's just the crimes that are being reported. Within the Mexican community, people feel like they just have to man up and let what happened happen. I think a lot of the, uh, the criminals in Port Richmond know this and feel that they're easy targets because they won't report it to the police. So I think that's the, the, the new dynamic here, which we didn't have in the past. People are concerned about what's going to happen when the police leave. But what we want to know is what's going to happen now that school is starting. We can't just rely on the schools or the cops or our elected officials to make us feel safe. We have to come together and change as a community. For WNYC, I'm rookie reporter Jimmy Musa. And I'm rookie reporter Sonia Martinez. This Rookies piece was a collaborative effort of the Staten Island Workshop Rookies. To learn more about the Radio Rookies series, go to WNYC.org. Radio Rookies is supported by Adobe Foundation, Axe Houghton Foundation, Rose and Batchley Charitable Trust, Bay and Paul Foundations, Fred Emerson Foundation, Geraldine Stutz Trust Incorporated, Margaret Newbart Foundation, Marilyn and Bob Laurie Foundation, The McCormick Foundation, National Endowment for the Arts, New York City Department of Cultural Affairs, Robert and Jean L. Stern Foundation, Robert Bound Foundation, Slomo and Cindy Sylvian Foundation, The W. Clement and Jesse V. Stone Foundation and the W.K. Kellogg Foundation.